Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as Helmuth Ford of Sigourney, Iowa presents Championship State Baseball. And we have uh, a couple guests on here. We've got Parker Tesla of KILJ and uh, Hunter Muller of the Southeast Iowa Union. Welcome to the program, guys. Thanks for having us. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, uh, uh, Parker, let's start with you. Uh, let, let's talk about the pitching tonight. Let's just, you know, it was an 8-7 win uh, down to the absolute last at bat with a quick double play that ended things. Uh, uh, let's just uh, let's just talk about the two starting pitchers. Uh, t- tell us about that part of the game. Well, you know, I knew, or I had a feeling, a pretty good feeling, that when Santiago pitched Monday, if they won Wednesday night's game, which they did, uh, Santiago would pitch today, and he did. He came out, and, uh, and he pitched well. Uh, after that first inning, uh, you know, it, and I, I chatted with Coach Halverson following the game, and he said it was, it could have been, you know, real easy for those guys to, to kind of be deflated and, and not want to compete following that first inning. You know, St. Mary's got out to a quick three-run lead early in that game. Um, but Santiago came back. He pitched well. Uh, and, um, you know, on the other side, uh, St. Mary's, uh, Trump pitched fantastically early in that game. Uh, you know, sent the, you know, in that first inning, one, two, three, sent down New London. Um, but then New London kind of figured things out, figured out struggle a little bit. Uh, once that happened, it was all Tigers. Well, uh, let me talk to you. Let me talk to Hunter. Hunter, there was a big home run by Tulsa Gabbett that changed the momentum of this game. Tell me a little bit about that that blow. Yeah, so, you know, as Parker kind of stated, they came out there and, you know, scored, you know, we talked about him yesterday and, you know, the kid had a two-point, or not two-point, point two two ERA. He has a strikeout on the season. He was leaning and dealing early, and, you know, they got on Santiago there with, a, what, two triples and a double there, and, you know, uh, you know, it was looking, it was looking grim, but coming bottom, uh, coming into the uh, top of the first inning, there, Givers, you know, he's, he's the lead off there, at the top of the first, and you know, I talked to him after the game, and he said he was expecting the inside pitch, and well, he got an inside pitch, and he took her over, probably about, you know, three, three sixty, three sixty five, or three sixty there over the left field wall, and you know, as you said, that kind of, that home run kind of spite, uh, kind of. Uh, you know, set a fire on New London, and you know, from then on out, they only allow well one more run until you know the final two innings there. So, you know that that was kind of the difference. That was probably the the biggest, besides the final out and and at the end of the game, that was probably one of the biggest most momentum shift plays of the game right there. Well, Parker, uh, it seemed like New London's plan was to kind of work the pitch count up. They got sixteen pitches in the first inning, uh, and then. Uh, the second inning, I think he had like 55 uh, pitches total between the two innings. And then uh, they just kept getting it up till he was getting close to about 80 pitches. And they really started getting to him. What What do you think about that aspect of it? Well, I mean, New London all year has been a an incredibly disciplined team at the plate. They work at bats. They get on guys. They make pitchers work for their, you know, to get them out. It's, you know, as simple as that. They make the pitchers work, uh, and that has been what they've done all year. And, then, you know, same story today. They worked at bats, you know, with the exception of that first inning. 
uh, where, you know, I, I don't have my card in front of me, but I, I, I know Catala struck out uh, to start the game, um, you know, on, on two or three or on three or four pitches. So, you know, but after that, the discipline at the plate is what, as I really would think New London won this game on. Uh, you know, working counts, working at bats, and, you know, making these, these uh, St. Mary's pitchers work. Well, Hunter, uh, there was a lot of a, a good defensive plays today, but Cooper Schulte really made a lot of great plays at shortstop. Could you talk about some of his defensive play and maybe some other key defensive plays? No, for sure. You know, oh, yeah. Sorry, me, me or, or Hunter? Me, sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you, you know, uh, the uh, I was, you, you know, honestly, a lot of balls came his way, and you know, he's he's one of the definitely already been one of the best fielders that New London's gotten, you know, he had a couple tough uh, runs to uh, to the, his opposite hand, came around, throw a couple backhands there. You know, he made some big plays, and he's been doing that all year long, and, you know, that's why he's been one of their go-to guys and, you know, all, you know, I guess all sports that he's been a part of. And, uh, you know, another big play that I was kind of talking to Andy with uh, during the game was um, there was the uh, throw from third. Ryan Ritchie uh, uh, got a force out at third and threw the ball over the first. And uh, the, the, the throw was a little short, bounced, uh, got away from Allen, and he had to run up the uh, right field line a little bit. And I believe it was Scorg that was on second, came around, round at third, was going for home, and uh, that would have been a run for uh, St. Mary's. And Allen gunned, gunned him down at, at the, down to home, and Gibber was able to tag him out. You know, that was one of the more memorable plays uh, of the game there. That was a big one. And, I mean, you just can't say, you can't say enough, you know, besides – you know, we talked about there's a lot of fields out there, so, you know, finding one of them gaps, and more than likely you're getting two, three bases, and we saw that today. But, you know, when the ball was in play, uh, more often than not, New London was uh, was getting it out on it and uh, getting a glove to it. You know, I think they only had, if I had on my staff on me right now, but if, they, if I remember right, there was only about two two errors there for them, so and three or four for St. Mary's. And, you know, no errors happened in the outfield, and that's where a lot of the damage comes, as we saw kind of uh, – you know, and it got a couple runs on a pat on a, one of the pass balls uh, in the outfielders got some extra bases, but you know, overall, real, uh, real, real stellar defensive outing for the Tigers. And, well, today, and you know, well, that, that ended up being a difference. Well, Parker uh, Carter Allen, you know, you mentioned he had a pretty great game and he had some timely hits. Let's talk a little bit about the hitting, and then uh, it seemed like the wind was kind of blowing out, so a lot of those balls that went out to the outfield really kind of carried, didn't they? Yeah, so the wind actually was blowing out uh, to left field for a majority of the game. Uh, you know, and, and Carter Allen, got to play. he got a couple good uh, you know, situational hitting, and it's big, especially at the high school level. Um, but, you know, uh, he had a great day at the plate. I was more impressed, like Hunter said, with that play where he gunned down Shrogan and all play. Now, I was up at the booth calling that game, and when I saw that, you know, that throw go into the foul line down down the first base line, I, I was you know, I was nervous there for a second, but then I looked to see where Stroke was on the base path, and then I saw Allen getting to that ball, and I thought, oh, well, this is going to be a close play, uh, you know, and then Allen able to make a you know a really good throw uh, home uh, to allow Gibber to apply the tag, uh, but overall, you know, hitting for New London, um, they you know they relied on the mistakes in the outfield that St. Mary's had. They had a, a couple mistakes in the outfield, and it cost them. And, and 
Well, uh, Hunter, let me ask you about uh, Katata. You know, he took a lot of pitches, and uh, he didn't get on. He he was out the first couple of times, but he did get a couple of hits. Especially, I remember him getting a hit with uh, no balls and two strikes that kept an inning going, and we were able to get the scratcher run in. Uh, talk to me about not just this game, but his whole his whole tournament being so special. No, for sure, and you know, you know, he's the leadoff guy for a reason. You know. Uh, you know, he. I talked to him after the game, and you know, he. I asked him. I, you know, he said he, he he didn't come up to the play or come up to the play with a plan. That's what he, he kind of told me. And you know, he. I think he what struck out his first two at bats, and as you mentioned, he comes up and O2 count hits that double there, and I believe he had had a single on his other at bat. You know, uh, he's just been a solid all around player for him, and you know, he's out there in center field. He's he, you know, senior led squad. He's one of the he's one of the more integral or integral pieces for him and you know he came in uh in that first round and relieved Santiago and uh, all around just good kid great ball player and you know we uh after a slow start today for him we saw we saw what he can do again so what you know what what more can you ask from a leadoff guy well Parker uh I think that uh uh St. Mary's starting pitcher after particularly after that home run he got a little shook you know what I mean and then St. Mary's kind of started making some errors and they seemed like they were getting back on their heels and uh, New London was really able to capitalize, weren't they? Yeah, and I, and I think, you know, that home run was really, it, it, it shook up uh, Shrugs. It did. And, you know, and one thing that I, I was blown away by, um, you know, uh, an undefeated team, 35-0 and 0 coming into the game, great on both ends, you know, hitting and pitching. But the thing that really was shocking to me Every single pitcher that was that took the mound for St. Mary's this year did not have an ERA above one. Think about that. You know, every single pitcher they had did not have an ERA above one. Maybe not even above 090. You know, and Shrug was the same story. He had an 022 or 0.24 ERA, something like that, going into the game today. He wasn't used to having adversity. You know, he's used to just going on the mound and cruising and doing what he does. And Bowen peace down. New London was different. You know, we've seen how high powered their offense is, and you know it, it came to forefront today. That was the that was the story for me. What was what was going to happen? Was defense going to win this game? Was defense and pitching going to win the game? Or was a high powered offense going to win the game? It was close the whole game. We saw that, but the offense is what came out on top of Tigers. Well, uh, Hunter, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Santiago was pitching great, and he pitches the five innings. It seemed like he still had some pitches left, but they switched pitchers to uh, uh, Schulte for the, the sixth and seventh inning, and I, I didn't think he was anywhere near as sharp as Santiago. What did you think about that move? I mean, you know, you know, Cooper Schulte is, you know, one of those kids, like I mentioned, he's been one of the, uh, you know, one of the best players for New London. And, you know, mo- most of the, all the year he's been uh, – He's been their closer, so, you know, usually he comes in final inning, you know, just final three batters, and, you know, they put him out there. I was, at first I was a little surprised that they brought him in because Santiago was playing, or, you know, pitching so well. But, uh, you know, they bring him in there in the in the sixth, and, you know, it was a, it was, it was a little nerve-wracking. They brought up that D8 there, and he hits that one deep uh, between uh, deep right and uh, doing right, right center, and, uh, 
you know, it's it's a little, a little nerve-wracking there, and they, they're hitting him better than I thought they actually would because I figured that, you know, he throws a little harder than Santiago. But they were they were hitting him pretty good. But, you know, you know, like I mentioned, Schultz, he's one of those guys that just, you know, thrives in adversity, adversity and he didn't, you know, he didn't waver with the bases loaded there, and that dribbler comes up. He's able to throw it back down to Gibber at home, and Gibber throws her back to first, and, you know, that's ball game. But, you know, just just overall, I you know, I got to say, great great play by him, and, uh, you know, great for him to, you know, not waver out there when, you know, they were really, really going at him. Well, Parker, what was that like when they, you know, when they had the bases loaded? They were down by a run. We just had one out. It just really – Felt like everything was going to turn right then and there. And then there was that quick round ball back to Schulte, back to Gibbard, and, and on to Allen, and uh, they doubled it up. Uh, uh, what, what did you feel like when that happened? So prior to that play, my thought process was, this is not good. You know, and I, I honestly thought, I don't know how the new London is going to get out of this. You know, one out, base is loaded, down by, or they're up by one. And, you know, they... It didn't look good for them, to be honest with you. And I thought, I don't know how they get out of this. You know, they're going to give. I, I thought they're going to give up at least one run and have a tie game and go to extra innings. Um, but then that slow roller back to Schulte on the mound, um, you know, and, and throw home from one to Gibber, and then throw to first for, for the second out. That's the ball game. Uh, and you know, it's it's rare to see, let alone a one. Two, three, double play is rare enough as it is, but to end the game in the state championship, it's unbelievable. Well, um, there was uh, different di- different opinions on who was the uh, player of the game. Um, I'll say mine, then Hunter, you say yours, then Parker, you say yours. I-, I thought Gibbert was the player of the game. What about you, Hunter? Ooh, this is tough. Parker, you got an opinion first? <laughs> figured it out yet? Well, I guess yeah, I guess I'm gonna cheat a little bit and if we can have co players the game I'm gonna say give Rancy at Diago, but I wanted to ask you guys something. How how crazy was that squeeze play thinking about if that kid did if that kid laid down that butt, if it didn't go foul and that next pitch was the dribbler, man, imagine that imagine what would have happened if they would have laid down that squeeze butt. Or he popped it up, maybe they would have caught it and doubled him off. Yeah, I know that. So that was that was right before the final, the, the double play, I believe. Yeah, so that, the kid from third was coming home, and then they and then they hit the foul ball. I thought that was a foul, right? A foul bunt. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it was foul. It was uh, uh well, Cooper Schulte is my defensive player of the game. Although there was many, and like you say, the third baseman made some pretty great plays, and uh, uh, the outfield played pretty stellar too. But uh, Cooper Schulte made like four or five. 
unbelievable great plays at shortstop that ended innings and stopped rallies and it was he just really came up with it too so any gold gloves you want to hand out today guys yeah i mean for me you kind of you kind of said it uh you know i i would say cooper schulte definitely you know besides santiago pitching out there i would say you know cooper schulte probably had had the most workout out of anybody on the defensive side of the ball a lot of balls came his way and you know he, he was left with the challenge uh, we've seen it, like I mentioned, we've seen it all season. And, you know, in the in the end, it's New London Hoisman Trophy. And coming back to Southeast Iowa, so what more can you say about that? Well, we're on the phone with uh, Parker Tesla of the uh, uh, of the KILJ Radio in Mount Pleasant. And we're also on with Hunter Molding of the Southeast Iowa Union. And we are talking about winning a state championship in Southeast Iowa. It's the only one that we got all year long from the major sports. And, uh, uh, I guess I'll give this to Hunter. Hunter, what's it like to bring this championship home? You know, I mean, you know, especially for, you know, like you and Scotty were kind of talking about, you know, for Southeast Iowa, I feel like, you know, a lot of people just kind of sweep us under the rug. I even heard that, heard somebody talking about that. Newman Catholic was already talking about Friday's game and we saw what happened to that. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's just great to shine some light on, on the area and, you know, not a, not a lot of people realize how good how good the sports uh, that we have down there. So, you know, all in all, it's, it's it's a statement made for the area for sure. Well, Parker, this isn't a team that's really led by one guy or two guys or something. This is a, a one through nine and the bench and the pitching and the defense and uh, the base running. It's a whole team effort. Have you, have you seen a team that could play together like this before? You know, I – a team one through nine like this, it, it's hard to come by. Uh, previously, my my last uh, my, my previous job, I covered Wright State uh, University sports. And Wright State's baseball team, they have a fantastic program, and they are very similar to New London and how they play. One through nine, anybody can beat you. And New London, really, you know, that, that's what they pride themselves on all year, is beating teams one through nine, uh, you know, not one particular guy that is, is, you know, okay, this is the guy that we have to circle that is, uh, you know, is dangerous. No, it's not like that. You know, one through nine, every one of these guys hit the baseball. They're very disciplined at the plate. And as far as pitching goes, you know, they have, they have five or six guys that can pitch. You know, Santiago, Schulte, uh, Catala can pitch as well. But, you know, that's the big three, you know, but... They have guys, one to nine. Seth Bailey can pitch as well. So all these guys on this team, you know, and they're not, you know, and I think Hunter will agree with me on this, they're not the guys that are going to come out and say, oh, we're going to beat you. We're, like like you said, the Newman Catholic talking about Friday's game. New London's not like that. I, I, and I chatted with Coach Elmerson, you know, this morning before the game. You know, he said they're, they're not nervous. You know, these guys don't get nervous. They're calm. They're ready to go. They, they, they focus on, you know, he said it to me. It's a one, you know, it's just another day to play the game. We don't play an opponent. We play the base, we game of baseball. And that's what they've done all year, and it, it you know, worked out for them today. Well, Hunter, what's your final thoughts on uh, on this season in the, in the New London Tigers championship? Can you ask that one more time? Sorry about that. Well, did just uh, wrap up your thoughts of this game and anything that you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to. No, no, for sure. And, you know, I, you know, just kind of going off of what, what uh, Parker was saying, you know, this, 
you know, this team's been this team's been humble all year long. They've they've uh, you know they know they've known what they've wanted to do. You know, after that big Moravia win, there was hardly any celebration because uh, you know I talked to the guys and they said you know job's not finished and you know they knew they had a lot of work work to do and you know I, we talked to Helmerson and he said that. Well, we talked to Elmerson, you know, before or after that Newman win, and he, he knew it was going to be a tough test, but he knew the he believed in the kids and he believed in the team and they believed in, in each other. And, you know, uh, Josh Stoll said a great thing. He said, you know, we're a team, and but we're also family. So, you know, I think I think that says a lot about the about this Tiger squad. And, uh, you know, it's, it's basically, you know, it shows, shows why they were able to – why they were able to get it done. And, you know, just all around great group of kids and – Great coaches over there, and couldn't be more happy for uh, for for the Tigers winning it all. Well, Parker, you got any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Now, going off of what Hunter said, it, it's uh, it couldn't happen to a better group of people, uh, better group of kids, better group of coaches. Uh, you know, and, and Coach Helmerson, I, I can't feel, but I can't help but feel, you know, so happy for him. You know, he told me he's in year fourteen or fifteen as the coach at New London. This year was his last year, and to go out on top as you know for the state champions, uh, both for this senior class and for, and for Coach Elmerson, yeah, it, it, it's one of those feel good stories that you don't come around on very often. So couldn't be happier for, for the, group, the group of kids and the group of coaches. Uh, it's a major problem to them. Great job. Well, I want to thank. I want to just from Scotty Melvin and, and myself. We want to thank. Uh, you guys uh, over at the newspapers, the radios, the TV station, there wasn't anybody that I didn't ask to help contribute with uh, the sports cast. Even retired, a uh, couple retired uh, uh, radio guys even came on the show to contribute to high school baseball in uh, Southeast Iowa's coverage. And I, I just think it was a great year with a lot of great teams. I think the fact that the, the league was so tough was what gave uh, New London the uh, – the, the toughness that they needed to win this game. And believe me, it was uh, just pure grit that won that game. Uh, thank you guys for being on the show. Yeah. Thank you for having us anytime. I want to thank yeah, Helmuth Ford for putting on the playoffs. I want to thank uh, Clara hand trucking. I want to thank Henshaw trailer sales. I want to thank uh, Helena Hayes running for uh, district 88 for sponsoring everything. And this is uh, the wrap up of this year's coverage. I'll be back with a little uh, award show and some recruitables later, but this is pretty much the last of the coverage, but it comes with a championship trophy. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we're out.